Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly with you through the evening. Enjoying talking to all of you tonight. We've been talking about the uh, president's tweets and the transition that's now happening to the new uh, president-elect, that'd be Vice President Joe Biden, President-elect Biden, and Kamala Harris, first woman to be elected uh, to the vice presidency of the United States. Of course, Geraldine Ferraro nominated as the first female vice president, and Hillary Clinton in 2016, who lost to Donald Trump despite getting more votes but not winning the Electoral College, and uh, then we slipped into cars, John Hancock, and uh, yeah, we did. I was telling you about my Mercury Links, a stick shift. I still have a hard time believing that uh, at 50-something uh, that you are, you've never driven a stick shift. I mean, you've never found your play- way into a place where you borrowed a buddy's car or something and you needed to know how to operate a stick shift? I have managed to go all these years with manual transmission. I mean, with automatic transmission, and I'm I'm very happy about that. And you know, I, there's I got a lot going on when I'm driving. I'm not I'm not the best <clears throat> driver uh, that has ever lived. No you, doubt. You, may be, you may be aware. Yeah, you 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 could uh, do well in a game of bumper cars. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. So uh, that, that's just too many things for me to worry about. But we've got a caller on the line, Michael CJ CJ. Tells us he still has his first car. CJ, welcome to Game well, of How Max. old are you, CJ? 18? I'm uh, 56. Awesome. What a That's a great age. Perfect age. Uh, tell us I about got, the car. Uh, well, my dad helped me uh, get the car. He paid the uh, first month insurance and gave, and gas a 70 Chevelle Super Sport. It was a 454, oh. uh, 450 horse car. And wow. bought it for a two grand. Bought it two grand in nineteen seventy nine. I was fifteen years old. Two thousand dollars in nineteen seventy nine. That's yeah. that's real money, man. <laughs> yeah, I was laying laying uh, railroad tie walls and cutting grass, and you know, I worked all the time. So, does it still run? I'm sorry. Does it still run real well? Oh yeah, she's she's sitting in the garage. She's. Uh, about ninety thousand on it. I've uh, been sitting in the heated garage and the air conditioning garage, so she's got the light. Wow, 
Man, you know, if, if I die, I want to come back as one of your cars, CJ. Uh, that sounds... Then we said to my dad, found a 70 Boss 302 sitting in the garage. I still got her. That's my retirement car. That's my wow. 411, a 401, 401k. There you go. Wow. So, uh, but I, my, he passed away in 03, so I kept all his cars. So, How many cars do you have, pal? Do you have? Yeah. I'm up to 25. Man. What? He's got 25 cars, <laughs> Kelly. What are you doing with all these cars, CJ? Well, I'm not married or a kid, so they're my kids. They're my, uh, they're my family somewhat. And I was using the Thanksgiving Day Parade with my stars, Castorino, but uh, I'm not having it this year. So, Do you have them all garaged? Yeah, they're all garaged, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! Have you sent any of them to college yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, they like they're kind of a, they're kind of homebodies. But so the so I just go to work and I have drugs and I go to work and I work in my car and I kind of stay around the house. So I just told it to really change my life too much. So. Well, there you have it, folks. CJ still got the first car he ever bought for two thousand dollars. In 1979. Wow. Thanks, thanks for the call, CJ. Great. How about that? Every night. There you go. How about that, well, Kelly? Well, that's pretty spectacular. Let's go back to the phone lines of Giovanni. Giovanni, you're on KMOX. Hi. How you doing? Good, sir. Great. Great. Enjoying your show as usual. I just wanted to say that my first car at 16, I'm 60 now, was a 1963 Valiant with the stick shift in the collar. Oh yeah, the Valiant. Well, that, that was a good car. That was. That wow. Was what, co- what color? What color? Red. Mm. Mm. How long did you? Uh, how long did the Valiant? Uh, how Valiant was well, it? How long did it last? I had. Well, it was a used car. Yeah. Someone had bought it for me, and uh, I had it for about a year. Well, there you go. All right, Giovanni, thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much for calling. He's got that 60, 64 Valiant, buddy. That's a, That was a good car. So I I love that. I don't. I have no clue what that looks like. Uh, who made Valiants? Was that like Ford or GM or? Yeah, that was one of them. I think I think that was a GM product. I could a GM wrong. product. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just not good with cars. I'm not a person who uh, can look at it and then. You ready for a confession? Yeah, buddy. I, I I know I drive a Lincoln. I have no idea what year the Lincoln is. That's how I'm not the biggest car guy. I do remember my first car real well, but I just don't really pay that much attention to cars anymore. So I don't know. I don't even know what year my model is. Do you Do you know the year and model of your car? I do, buddy. I do. Uh, yeah. The Valiant, by the way, was a Plymouth. Uh, so that is a GM product. And... Uh, yeah, there they are. It's a smart looking. They were convertibles, the Valiants. Is that uh, right? Yeah, buddy. I'm looking it up here on the uh, on the internets, and there it is. So, Thank well, there God you for, have it. Uh, Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, let's step aside. We come back. We'll continue to take your phone calls on cars. Um, I also have to tell you about the latest problem I'm having with my telephone. I bet you have it too. Hmm. After this on KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri. Play KMOX. Start me up. Yeah, start me up. That'd be the Rolling Stones. Wonder if we'll ever get to see the Rolling Stones play again. You know, uh, 
something happened with the Rolling Stones that you will not believe. Do you know what I'm going to tell you? No. So, of course, Mick Jagger is the singer for the Rolling Stones. And when I say the name Keith Richards, what do you think of? Skinny. What else? Dark hair. He's a, he's a smoker. Okay. He quit smoking. Keith oh, wow. Richards quit smoking. Wow. Now, he's got to be in his late 70s. He's smoked his entire life, and he's quit smoking. Can you believe that? Good for him. You know, he's also a, he's also a big snooker fan. Is he? Well, we're yeah, going to talk is. snooker and pool here in a little while, but we've right. been talking about people's first cars. We'd love to hear your first car stories. Heard some really cool stories about some first callers. 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120. Those are the phone numbers here on Overnight America. Always the same number. We'd love to hear from you. And let's go back to the phone lines and hear from John. John, you're on the Mighty Mox. John, you need to turn the uh, radio down. I, I, I thought I was on. I wasn't sure. I know yeah. all about that. Well, I'm nine, nine, 83 years old. Yeah. And my first car was a 46 Ford V8. And you had to flip three switches before you could get it started. And you couldn't speed shift it because the cotter key would break down on the transmission. So you had to carry cotter keys. When I got it home... All the girls in the neighborhood come over. We paint it silver on the inside, put the seats back in, and that car lasts me a little while. Well, yeah. So what'd you pay uh, for it? Huh? Two hundred dollars. Is that right? So yeah. you got a you got a forty six Ford for two hundred dollars. I had a forty six Ford. Yeah, I got a sixty eight Ford for three hundred dollars. That'll tell you what. <laughs> That'll tell you what my car was like. <laughs> John, thanks for calling. You're 83 years old. Yeah, uh, and I started driving when I was 15. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. You still thank driving, you for the John? Call. Of course, uh-huh. he's still driving. You still, driving? still driving? driving? Yeah. Of course. What do you drive driving. now? I just had uh, uh, 2015 uh, Focus. Yeah. You like it? My wife's car is not my car. I just had cataract surgery, so I had to quit driving for a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I had uh, I had more fun in that car, and I when I first time I ever speed shift, the dead gear shift on the column come off of my hand. <laughs> it was fun. My high school years, the best years of my life. So you guys have a good night. You too, thanks, John. John. Thanks, thanks for the call. Let's uh, shift our focus for a moment to Dolores. Dolores, you're on KMOX. Yeah, hi. Listen, I didn't own the car, but when I went, it, this was in the early 50s. What, did you and, steal uh, it, Dolores? Yes. You stole the car? No. This oh, was okay. in the early 50s. Okay, gotcha. The story. Okay, yeah, like in right. 1953. So, but we were in school in the city. Yeah. And we had an old, one of the girls had an old car, a 34 Ford. We named him Henry. And Henry <laughs> had some quirks. You yeah. had to shake the, the, the window down if you wanted it on the driver's side. You had to shake it down because it didn't yeah. roll. But anyway, one time we were work. it had rained the night before. And you never knew what this car was going to do. So we were driving through the park. We were going to visit somebody. And all of a sudden, she drove through a puddle. And the puddle of the water spewed up inside the car. 
and we oh both boy. got soaked. Man. But, but we had the best time in that old car. It drove us all all around the city. We could go in the in and get seventy five cents worth of gas because we were students and we didn't yeah. have any money anyway. But um, we named him Henry. That Henry that, Henry the car. So let me ask you, Dolores, where'd you go to high school? Um, Xavier High School. Okay. On um, on it was on West Pine. We were just down from Saint Lucieux, oh, the old okay. gym in Saint Lucieux. We remember Ed McCauley. Yeah. We remember Danny Miller. That one year with basketball, we were all in high school, but, you know, these were heroes to us. These well, guys. Yeah. Dolores, you still driving now? I am. What do you drive? I have a um, Nissan Versa. It's a yeah. 16. And uh, it's smaller, you know, but uh, just enough for me. You like it? I like it. I love that car. Yes. Yeah. Good for you, well, I'm sure. I'm sure it loves you too, Dolores. And uh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for your call. Okay. Good night. Take care. John, did you, John, did you ever name your cars? No. No. Um, I don't. I'm like you, Michael. I'm not really a car guy. I just, you know, right. I, I, want it, I want it to start when I turn the key or, or hit the button now. Uh, I want it to run. I don't want mm-hmm. it to stop. Although I did have a car. <laughs> this was after we got married. I, we, Georgian and I had no money when we got married. Uh, right. <clears throat> kind of like now, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I had this car. It was a, it was a Oldsmobile. Uh, what the heck was that thing called? Citation. Right. And, um, I think that's what it was called. And so it got to a point where if I took my foot off the gas pedal, it would die. So every time I'd come to a stoplight, the car would die. <laughs> Stop sign, the car would die. So I got to a, a point now, I, I've never driven a stick shift, but what I did manage to do was I, I got pretty good at shifting the car into neutral as I came up to a stoplight and having my foot, my left foot on the brake to stop the car and my right foot on the gas to keep the gas flowing so it wouldn't die. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, I must have done that for six months, man. I drove that car for six months. And uh, I was I was like a magician with that thing. I it, I, I got so it where it would stop never die. Like you, you 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 had your foot on the brake and the gas, so you were kind of like at a steady rev. Yes, and I and I'd shift the car uh, into uh-huh. into neutral at first to ease up on the on the, and then then shift it into park. Uh, you got to keep your foot. The right foot's got to keep on the gas, or the car's going to die. And then <clears throat> the light turns green. And then you let the first car go and the second car go. And then you slowly, you shift it into drive. You take your foot off the brake and off you go. And uh, that's awesome. I, I drove like that for six months, man. That's incredible. You know, I'm surprised you never have named your car. Most people name their cars. I, I remember my sisters had, so I have five sisters. Four of them are older than me. I'm, I'm the, little, the only boy. And my sisters were really uh, the carpool operators for, for the younger kids as, as time went on. And they had a, a Dodge dart and it was pea green. It was an ugly oh, yeah. car. It yeah. was ugly as could be a Dodge dart. And, uh, they named it Herbie. And so <laughs> yeah, right. there were yeah. conversations a- at our house uh, about Herbie. Like we were talking about one of the members of the family and, um, that, 
that comes to mind because I was with a, a friend of mine the other day who who's now driving a she drives a Tesla and her Tesla is uh, it has a name called Tiger and I guess I, I don't know much about these fancy cars like Teslas but you know everything about them is app driven etc yeah. and so that you know they you have to call them by their name and you have to say you know uh, start tiger or whatever. I don't know what I'm saying, but wow. I, I never named my car, but you know, you I think I know, who, I think name. I know who that, that friend is. And that's, uh, yeah, that's right, right. Story. Okay, let's tiger. Go, well, let's, what are we going to do here? Are we going <laughs> to, well, speaking aside? of Dodge darts, speaking oh, okay. of Dodge darts, let's go to Carl, Carl, you're on KMOX. Yeah. The, uh, um, my first car was a third generation first car. Yeah. Um, 72 Dodge Dart. My brother bought it when he was first started driving. He sold it to my other brother, who was older than me, when he started driving. And then I bought it from him. And we actually had to pay each other for it. Wow. But uh, it was 72 Dodge Dart, and it had a CB uh, jack in it. So Ooh. we had a CB in there. And my handle, when I had the, uh, the Dodge, was oh, the yeah. I, I was Bad Bart, B-A-R-T. In the big bad dart, and we called it the big bad dart. It was a white power blue with a white white roof on it. And I swear, my car saw more stuff. <laughs> hey, Carl. By the time by the time it was the third generation of sale to you, uh, did the price go down every time? What'd you pay for it? Yeah, I ended up only paying like three hundred dollars for my older brother. But we 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 all did it by on lawn money. Well, we're cut, cutting grass, and as soon as we turned old enough, we could buy a car. And everybody jumped up uh, one level up and one level up all the way. But, yeah, it was earning You know, it's, that's amazing because I, I know Michael Kelly made his money off grass back in the day. That's uh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I did cut grass for a living. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you back did. Back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carl, thank you ever so much. Thank you. That was Carl. That's Michael Michael Kelly, my partner over there, and uh, made his money off of grass back in the day. And <laughs> hey, when we come back, Michael Kelly's having trouble with his iPhone, folks. Maybe we can help him out. Uh, we got to get a check on the weather, and we got to run a few commercials, pay a few bills, and we'll be back after this on the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. It's Hancock and Kelly sitting in for Ryan Record. We're going to take you through the evening. Grateful that you've all chosen to join us. You can call in at 314-436-7900, 1-800-925-1120, 
would love to hear from you. We've been talking about so many topics, including your first car. And John, I've got to talk to you about my phone now. Yeah, you're having some you're having some trouble with your iPhone. I understand. Yeah. Now you and I are in a business where, uh, well, hell, everybody's business these days is done on their phones uh, or computers. None of us are really going into offices in a lot of instances. But um, so I guess it's been two or three years ago. I got the iPhone X. Mm. I guess that means iPhone 10. Oh, yeah. The um, 10. Yeah. I've right. got the 11 I think, over here. And I think they're up to 12. You're on the 11, so they're on the 12, right? They are. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not lying to you. The day they announced that they were coming out with the latest version of the iPhone 12, yeah. I started to have issues with my phone. And I'm convinced that this must be done purposely. Of course. And so what, what's happened is, is for instance, it, it says that I got a text message from John Hancock. But when I go to look for the text message from John Hancock, it's not there. Hmm. But it'll show up three minutes later. I mean, in, in, and then when I get a phone call on the other line, I can't flip over to it. I'm just convinced that these phone companies who are now charging close to a thousand dollars for a new phone um, are are doing this stuff to us purposely. I mean, you know, they they sell you well, these phones telling you every time this is the end all be all phone. You can do everything. It can rearrange satellites. It can you know, run your VCR. It can make your coffee for you. Uh, until we come out with a new version, and then it won't even be able to do the most uh, basic of things. Well, let me see if I can explain this uh, for you, Kelly. Mm -hmm. um, so you'll re you'll remember Hugo Chavez in Venezuela, right? So communist dictator. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Hugo Chavez been dead has seven made, years. He has made the iPhone. If it's more than two two degrees removed from the newest iPhone. Hugo Chavez has made it so it won't work. Really? And then, yep. And then, and then what happens, Michael, is that it goes uh -huh. into your contacts, and all of your all of your contacts in St. Louis are now told that they live in Kansas City, and all of your contacts in Kansas City are now told that they live in St. Louis, mm. and it, be, it begins switching your contacts over and uh -huh. over again. And uh, all of that is designed so that um, when you when you realize that your phone is not working properly, you begin to question the, the very existence of, of cell phone technology and, yeah. and whether cell phone technology itself is even actually a thing. Can we rely on cell phone technology or should we just all throw them away and forget about cell phones and go back to tin cans and strings totally. uh, so that that's what's going on here well i'll i'll have to uh maybe i'll consider uh getting an attorney now who uh has made a recent argument about hugo chavez oh that'd be rudy giuliani he could be my attorney and dealing with uh apple on this hey, but, so but, here's the, to... but here's Go the but here's the problem John. here's here's yeah. the problem the last thing you can so your cell phone could put up with a lot of stuff sunlight it's a little cold but hair dye on a cell phone is death. Uh, it'll it just fries it right there. So you you want to be careful about picking uh, picking Giuliani. Yeah, that's still hard to believe. That whole thing happened last week. I mean, that was really really unbelievable. Many of you wanting to get in, talking about your cars, your first car, 
Let's go back to the phone lines and check in with our good pal, Doug. I think we've heard from you before, Doug. Love hearing from you. How are you, pal? Doing great. How are you guys doing tonight? Good, sir. What a voice. Oh. Yeah, Doug's, oh, I, Doug's uh, I, usually I, sitting outside smoking a cigar, aren't you? Well, actually, tonight I'm in the comfort of my lovely community garage here at the condo. And nice. uh, I, have a, I have a parking space, even though I don't have a car. Uh, so I'm sitting in my parking space on a folding chair, having a nice little cigar. What are you having? And, what uh, kind of cigar? I'm having an Oliva O Champion. Ooh, Ooh. very nice. Yeah, it's a nice nice little cigar. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, you know, had it in a little sampler deal. And so, anyway, the reason I called was, uh, first of all, Michael, I can give you some advice on the iPhone. Uh, what you need to do is switch to Android. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, right. That's my advice. But, okay. anyway... Yeah, as with limited technology, that knowledge that I have. Anyway, um, no, the car story is this. I never had a car. I can't drive a car. I'm legally blind. But I had a cousin out in California, and her late husband, which they're both passed away now, but her late husband was a car collector. And uh, he loved to restore cars. And his, his favorite car, his most prized possession car, was a 1932 Model B Ford. Ooh. It was chopped and channeled and sectioned, and he called it Killer B. And uh, nice. it was a hot rod. It would really go. I asked him one time, I said, how fast will this thing go? And he said, you know, I've never had it opened up all the way. The highest I've had it is 156. No kidding. A 19, what did you say, a 1937? No, 1932. A 32, and it was, wow. Well, he, wow. Had, he had it all. I mean, he had it all souped up. I mean, it was it was a beautiful car, and uh, we used to take it to car shows and stuff like that. Because in California, car shows are commonplace, you know, because um, the weather is so conducive to it. You know, they lived in the San Diego area, so it's always beautiful weather there. Of course. And yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah. And we would take it to, to car shows and, and that kind of thing and, and other cars that he had, too, you know. And he told me, now this is the good story. I'll, I'll relate this to you, and I'll let you guys go. But he told me a story, but he was originally from Wichita, Kansas. And he said, he goes, he said, I built my first car with my dad when I was 12 years old. And he said, we got this thing to a point where we had the engine in it. We had, it was on a frame. We didn't have a body on it. He said, there was no body, just a frame and the wheels and the engine and, and, a, and a little bit of and a steering wheel. And that was about it. And he said, you could start it. But my dad always said, you stay away from this thing when I'm not here. Cause you know, you, you'll get in trouble. And he said, it had a string on it to open the carburetor up no gas pedal. And he said, so I, I, I decided to have a wild idea one day. I took a, took a box and put it on the frame. I set my little self on that box, started that thing up. He goes, and I got going with it. He goes, and, and all of a sudden the, the box came off and I fell backwards and I pulled on the string and opened that thing wide up. And he says, he said, I went flying down this hill and there was a family having a picnic and I went right through their picnic and they all <laughs> jumped. <on. laughs> he, said, he said, my dad came running down. And he said, what's wrong with you? You know, of course, there's a few more words I can't put, put on the radio. But so that was your, that was your, that was your buddy's story. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere, yeah. somebody's telling a story about their family picnic. You're not going to believe what happened. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't believe what happened that day. Yeah, fried chicken <laughs> flying up in the air and everything else. But it was, he was something else. He, I, I will tell you very quickly, he was the guy. Uh, he owned a company called Channelmatic, and he was the man, believe it or not, and this is true, he invented the automated commercial insertion system for television. 
Wow. He was he was the one that made it possible for local advertisers to advertise on cable networks. Wow, and that's and, uh, and that's how Michael Kelly and I make our living today. So uh, <laughs> kudos to him. Hey, Doug, thanks so much. Thank you You've so been much. Nice for talking that with call. you guys. When this thing's over, John, we got to get together have a cigar. Buddy, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, well, I'm was, joining you, fellas. Come yeah, on. yeah. That was that was Doug. Now let's go to Judy. Judy, you're on KMOX. Uh, first of all, I think you know that that Valiant was a Chrysler product. Somebody yes, mentioned I, that. They, oh, yes, yes. You found that Chrysler. out. Okay. Well, here's my story. In about 1962, I was sitting in church. Uh, things were kind of quiet, and a dear friend of mine who was a street racer, drag racer, mm. uh, came over and he said, Judy, I got to sell my car. And I said, why? And he said, because the judge told me that if I'm back in court with that thing, he's going to put me through the schooling thing. He said, my dad told me I got to sell the car. Mm. It was a Dodge Royal Lancer, red oh, line. Royal Lancer. As I recall, it was a 380 engine with a Carter carburetor, by the way, who got wow. very hot and wouldn't run if I turned it off. Wow. But I bought that car, and it was a push button. You may remember the push. No, you guys are way too young for that. But it was a push button Chrysler product, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had it on the Alton drag strip in uh, 60, probably three. And then I let a friend of, yeah, and then I let a friend of mine who'd kind of taught me a little bit about how to make a drag. Um, uh, I let him drive it for me a couple of times, and then I got out of the actual track business, and I just did a little bit of dragging. I could not beat that Chevy 409 that was here in Roxana where I was teaching, but I loved that car. We are, if you're just tuning in, we're visiting with Julie uh, Judy, Big Daddy Don Garlitz uh, here, uh, drag racing <laughs> phenom from Alton, Illinois, uh, talking about drag drag racing her uh, 1958-something car. Uh, Judy, uh, you sound like uh, quite the adventurous woman. Oh, I loved doing that stuff. I did. Judy, what are you driving now? I am driving a uh, RAV4, and I'm going to drive it until I die. Oh boy! Well, you might want to stop and get some gas first. Um, oh, I get gas. I'm getting new tires Thursday, so uh, it's re- going to be ready to run. But since since we're doing more- since we're doing uh, sounds like tonight, Michael, Judy yeah. sounds a little bit like Mayor Lyda Cruson. Would you not agree? A little bit. Well, Say something. Maybe she and I may think alike in some things. Well, there you go. All right, Judy, thank you so much for joining us. That was Judy. This is Dan. Dan, you're on Camel X. Oh, Dan is no longer with us. I mean, he's still alive and everything. Uh, Let's go to Ken. (laughs) Ken, you're on Camel X. uh, We came back from the Pacific in World War II. Yeah. And bought a car in L.A. for $100, a Model A Ford Sport Roadster with no top. Yeah. And I drove back to Missouri without a license. I never had driven before. And before I could go back, I my ship would be go up and do up and down the west coast. And uh, I'd, I'd give, I was a uh, liberty yeoman, so I'd give one of the guys a pass, and he'd take the Model A forward to where we were going. So we always had a bit a uh, car on the dock when we got there. 
Well, there you go. So let me ask you, Ken, you were, yeah. so what branch of the military were you in Navy. in World, Navy. World War II? Yeah, Navy. You were in the Navy. And Navy. Uh, what what theaters were you in? Pacific. Wow. After, after uh, the war was over, we hauled uh, Army and uh, Marines into uh, occupied Japan. And we weren't allowed to stay overnight in Japan. Wow. Well, thank you for your service to this country. Thank you for everything you have done to keep us safe and free. And um, Ken, we, we're, we're grateful for the service that you provided, and, um, and it's an honor to talk to you, sir. Okay. You take uh, care. I'll listen to you later. All hey, right. Thanks so much. That's a great call. Ken, hey, John Hancock. Yes. We're going to pause for a minute. We're going to do a couple of commercials, and then we're going to come back and check in with John on the phone. We'll take your calls at 436-7900-1800-925-1120. Talk about anything you want, especially your first car after this on KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. Hey now, welcome back to Overnight America. It's Ian Cocky Kelly. Hey, we're having a good time taking your calls, listening to we your are. stories about your cars and uh, whatever else it is that you want to talk about. We're going to go back to the phone lines. John's been waiting on line uh, quite a bit here. John, how are you, my friend? Okay, uh, but uh, I wanted to uh, make the comment that uh, I don't think we get any kind of balance on the uh, media or the choices and what uh, we have in the uh, reassigned candidates. I think they're all... Stooges of the military-industrial CIA complex, and that uh, the media itself is exactly the same. Uh, there are people who have uh, investigated this, like Senator Frank Church and uh, Congressman Otis Pike, and got the uh, directors of the CIA under oath, and they were forced to admit under oath that uh, they had uh, many hundreds of uh, propaganda agents throughout the media in effect, uh, propagandizing us into the into wars, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, and everything down to the little Grenada Island uh, War. And I think that's what's going on. We have no real left in this country. Uh, hey, John. Just can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, John? Do you consider yourself like? Uh, uh, are you? Or do you? What websites do you get your information from? Well, I think uh, globalresearch.ca, uh, uh, globalresearch.ca, information clearinghouse, and wsws.org. Now, that is a, uh, a world socialist website, and they absolutely excoriate the Democrats and excoriate uh, Biden and all of his cabinet choices as the same people that have uh, 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 grace uh, or curse the administrations of uh, uh, Biden, of uh, uh, Cheney and Bush and Obama, and now Trump, who have led us into these wars and these imperialist uh, interventions around the world. Yes, you, John. Do you that, believe there's such thing as a Q? As a what? Do you believe in Q? No. No, I don't. No. Uh, but yeah. but this whole idea of saying that uh, using that term conspiracy theory was invented by the CIA back in the '60s when uh, mm. various researchers had been investigating the CIA involvement in the Kennedy assassination. The director of plans, Richard Bissell, and the CIA 
even according to a Freedom of Information documents released to Mark Lane and other researchers, found out that they were being attacked in the media called conspiracy theorists. They were, the uh, agents of the CIA were uh, ordered to uh, invent this term, drag it through the mud, and then apply it to anyone who told the truth about government uh, criminality. And, All right, and, uh, John. Ridicule. Hey, thanks for the call. My God, he's busy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this on. is why I love doing this. Four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. We'd love to hear from you. I've enjoyed hearing about everybody's first cars today, and uh, I'm, I'm curious as to whether or not people have named their car. Now, when we when we come back, I'm I'm going to also quiz you, John, about pool. Um, you know, you fancy yourself this. Uh, billiards uh, expert what'd you call a, a person who 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 uh plays a cure a cure buddy uh, is that really the name well that's what that's what i call it um you got your cue and uh you make that <laughs> you make that cue ball dance around the table get position on your next shot you've seen it up close and personal i can uh, you know i don't like yeah, to talk. i have seen it i have yeah. seen it but you see you are a cure so you believe in cue huh I do. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I am a cure. I, I'm not too sure what John was talking about there. And it well, all started with the Kennedy assassination. Well, you know? a lot of it has to do with the Rothschilds and um, some of that stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah. but there's a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And then, you know, you uh, you said something to me in our voluminous show prep this evening. <laughs> right. What are you cracking nuts over there? What's going on over there, Kelly? I'm trying to eat a snack or something. Go ahead. Uh, well, try ask? not to eat on the air. It's uh, it's not uh, it's not good radio. <laughs> cracking nuts over there with your nutcracker. No, well, John was good radio, wasn't he? he was oh, he was great. About the CIA and what's going on. Yeah, but you said something during our voluminous show prep that got me to thinking. Uh, you've got a problem with people uh, who have birds for pets. Yes. Okay. So, uh, look, when we come back, we're going to have to talk about this, John, because birds are meant to fly. They're not meant to be in a cage. Now, hmm. I, I guess I don't have a problem with birds at, in the big cages at, like, the St. Louis Zoo, the big 1904 World's Fair, because hypocrite. the bird can fly. He's a hypocrite. But, but the bird in somebody's house in a cage, it has wings. It's supposed uh, to fly. That's next on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 